Dream Warriors, thank you for joining me. Big episode today. One of my all-time favorite, 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 favorite Christmas movies. How the Cringe Stole Christmas. So many people hate this movie, but I'm going to talk to you about it. And we're going to discuss what this movie means too. The greatest holiday in human history. Let's rock and roll, let's hit that music, and let's get to it. It's amazing the, the, the time that we live in that something... Uh, like Christmas is uh, controversial because when I was growing up, it was just the biggest thing in the world. And I grew up in a, a mixed neighborhood of high and low incomes. I, I'm talking, you can walk 20 minutes down the, the down the street from my neighborhood, Ariel, New Jersey, and you could hit a place called Brittany Woods and you would get... Uh, just decimation. Brittany Woods um, was actually like very early featured in like the Urban Dictionary because it was called the Woods, and uh, you know like it was a um it, it was somewhat like uh like known like it was known outside of New Jersey, but and uh, it was like even known as like Little Camden because Brittany Woods was almost like this extension of Camden, New Jersey, and it's not that close to it. You know, like, it, it, it's a little bit away. You would have to take uh, the 42 Expressway uh, for about 20 minutes, and then, then you would hit Brittany Woods. But, yeah, but for whatever reason, uh, probably because of drugs, uh, yeah, Brittany Woods got on the map. And then if you went, uh, like, the other way, 20 other minutes... Okay, you would get uh, these newer developments, and it was like the next income bracket up. And you know, this was uh, you know roughly Sicklerville, Ariel, and like Blackwood, New Jersey. So Christmas, uh, just all around at that time, was it was fantastic. I, I remember in my like early twenties, uh, you know, like when I was kind of like in and out of living at home, but I, I was working a lot, I was freelancing a lot. Uh, I was mostly using my parents' place as a art studio to freelance out of. So, like, I was working full time, and you know, it, so I was in the in in the zone of um, you know, just kind of uh, just having a lot of extra money. And with that, you know, even my girlfriend at the time, we you know, we did we did a good amount of like traveling and bouncing around and just yeah, I don't know, just probably doing things for uh, for the gram before doing things for the gram was actually something <laughs> at that point at that phase you did things for myspace <laughs> but yeah and i would just have these like christmas parties and i was like getting into adulthood at that point and everyone got like a present uh, my friends that i knew uh, kind of grew up a certain way i would make sure that um you know there was good things under the tree for them and Christmas has, has always been embedded in me as this is not only the, the season and the time of giving, but it is a reminder of who we have around us and why and those who aren't. And luckily, some of these people we can still reach out to. We, we can still like you know reach them through a text message, reach them through Facebook sometimes even LinkedIn, but you can, you can get in contact with these people and you, you may not think that they're thinking of you, but most likely they are. And the uh, reason for that is because we all leave impressions in people. And even sometimes when it's uh weird and negative, um, 
it's still there, you know, and there's something to, to be repaired. And, you know, like, we, we have to be mindful of that stuff. Now, this, this doesn't mean, like, you know, like, all things get forgiven instantly because there, there is a time and a trial. <laughs> and uh, it's good to go into that process. It's good, it's good for you. And, you know, like, we, as people, uh, you know, I'll say Americans because because it's somewhat cultural-based. But we as Americans, uh, we like to avoid stress. And we depend on people um, to invent things to take away the stress. Yeah, you know, like even entertainment, even Dream Warriors is a it's, it's a stress relief for a lot of people. But we're still avoiding uh, what we should not be doing in life. And don't, don't let the holidays uh, get you off the hook. Because the holidays are, are a great reason. It's a great way. It's a great avenue to reach out and to know and to, to feel those people again. But with that being said, welcome to Dream Warriors Podcast, the most lit <laughs> uh, solo. I'm doing solo show today. Uh, the most lit entertainment podcast, pop culture podcast. I am Peter, Peter A. DeLuca, and you can find me all over social media. I am talking Twitter and Facebook, okay? I'm talking Snapchat, okay? If you want to know the handles, just ask me. Instagram and Facebook, it's aka pad13. Twitter, Snapchat, it's just aka pad. There's even a website, did you know that? aka pad.com. There's a YouTube channel, just search aka pad. You'll find me doing all kinds of stuff. So, what am I doing here? Uh, Dream Warriors is long form conversation on movies and all these things that we love, these things we're obsessed with. And we talk about things, and we sit on them, and we talk about them again, and we argue about them, and we love them, and we hate them. But it's a uh, it's it's a documentation on where we are with absorbing some of this content, uh, where the content's going, and what it means to us. And that is the uh, you know like that's the definition of Dream Warriors. And I am your host. Uh, I'm Peter. Hey, I've been in this game for a while. We've been podcasting for a few years already. I have a background in IT. I have a background in a comic book illustration, logo design, web design. I've ran a, a, an art studio in Center City, Philadelphia for nearly seven years. So we're leading to how you can support the show. Uh, if you're listening on SoundCloud, there's a link. Help fund the show. That goes to a patron. And the patron... Uh, right there, <laughs> you can you can donate. You can help. You, you 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 can hook us up. And if you're into purchasing creative services, you can head over to Etsy slash shop slash AKA Pad, and yeah, you can buy a logo design package. You can buy a web design package. You you you, you can buy something and uh, start to grow your business and reach your dreams. And a lot of times too, when you purchase those packages, you get me on like email retainer, text message retainer, if we have time, a couple phone calls. Uh, yeah, there's always like an introduction phone call, but you you can reach out to me and we can collaborate. And it, it I feel like there's a lot of value. I feel like it really doesn't cost that much compared to the value. I feel like I do spoil my clients. Uh, even though I just had to fire one, if you listen to the previous episode, I had to fire one of my clients on sun, uh, on Saturday. Uh, no, Sunday. It was Sunday. And yeah, it was kind of, I felt it was so bad. Um, but the, like I said, the, the client got like a little bit too demanding, a little bit too hostile. 
and I just said, "Look, let's just like cut ties because you, um, you you, you don't understand enough of what like needs to get done." And uh, you know, like it's not my job to tell you how to like do your business and and prioritize and and like this and that. And and this is after the client disappeared for about like two months on me. So whatever. Uh, it, that's always sad. But hey, um, I am going to make some coffee because <laughs> I need some coffee. It's early in the morning. Um, and we're, we're going to get into how the Grinch stole Christmas. So okay, I'll be we're right back. We're back. back. We're back. Thank you so much for uh, letting me do that, everyone. I had to get some, I just made some quick iced coffee with the absolutely delicious Delights uh, Reese's Pieces Buttercup Creamer. Uh, I talk about this all the time. This this is one of my favorites. Is If Delights wants to sponsor me, please do. Because <laughs> I talk about your product a lot. But yeah, so How the Grinch Stole Christmas. 2000, okay? That's, that's a, the year this movie came out. Uh, this jump-started what I thought was going to be a full run, like a complete uh, blitz by Universal on the entire Doctor Who catalog because what, this movie was maybe, I would say, like potentially the last uh, movie that really um, like was hype uh, for Jim Carrey. So the movie stars Jim Carrey. It's directed by Ron Howard. We have uh, music by James Horner. Uh, it's produced by Imagine Entertainment and Brian Grazer. Brian Grazer, who's going to go down as one of the all-time uh, producers, if, if if he's not already. And uh, th- this movie's just that. And I, and I think Bo Welsh may have done the production design. And uh, who, uh, maybe, I'm forgetting who did the, uh, the, the, the costume. But yeah, so... It, it, it's kind of like a, a reflecting on this movie. It is a little bit sad because, uh, you know, like Ron Howard just had like a, an epic uh, disaster with Solo. Like, and I it, I still uh, I'm surprised he took on that movie um, because he he hasn't had something that popped in a really long stretch. Uh, and I mean like really popped. Okay, I'm not saying he's he hasn't had some of these like smaller little like blips. But I just mean like movie wise, blockbuster wise, and Solo was like his return to that. And I always like to see Ron Howard do well because I love like the paper. I love Far and Away. Uh, you know, I love Parenthood. Uh, you know, like he's so accomplished. Um, he's so well rounded. Apollo thirteen, like um, potentially next to the right stuff. Uh, is the the best astronaut movie we will ever get. I haven't seen the first man yet with Ryan Gosling, but Ron Howard has made the second best astronaut movie we will ever get. And that's only because of ordering. Uh, the right stuff came out first <laughs> based on the wonderful Thomas Wolfe novel. And and Apollo 13 is just like boom. And, and look, both of those movies are masterful and stacked. But yeah, sometimes you just gotta go in order of release when it comes to greatness. This is the case with Apollo 13. Uh, yeah, so this movie is it's it's a complete um, imaginative, not pun intended there, uh, imaginative triumph, okay? This is like all cylinders of the Hollywood machine of the hollywood movie machine they are firing and and we're now out of the 90s and the 90s style blockbuster 
is starting to die and to fade and the Grinch was was I would have to kind of go through but I would maybe potentially say the how the Grinch stole Christmas is potentially the last like it's the Alamo of the 90s style blockbuster movie you know that goes back to Armageddon and Face Off and Waterworld and Demolition Man last action hero like these movies that that had complete product lines the you know like the blitz the media blitz the the pop culture blitz and the grinch had so much hype the the original like poster for this movie was just it was all black uh the dr seuss style how the grinch stole christmas it might have been ripped right from the book that you know originally published in 1957 i believe or 1956 yeah it goes back uh and it, it was just the hairy hand like holding up like like a broken um uh like christmas ornament broken red round christmas ornament like glossy and, and shiny and then it was like a huge mystery to reveal what this thing looked like and it was an anticipation and look the style of, of teaser poster uh went back it, it goes back to the 89 batman to hook you know where hook just had captain's you know uh dustin hoffman's captain hook's hook you know like completely like magically lit and these style this style of teaser poster too is gone so this movie is a complete relic on four accounts you know the relevancy of, of ron howard the relevancy of jim carrey hollywood blockbusters and marketing okay and it's 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 crystallized it's in the case and and it's encapsulated and we can visit it at any time if you have netflix you can check check out the i guess we would have to call it the original how the grinch stole christmas outside of the cartoon that was also directed by the fantastic the legendary chuck jones and so the chuck jones uh like made for tv animated adaptation of, of how the grinch stole christmas kind of started this um trend of like superstars working on this property and this movie i already said is stacked but so is the new one so this year we had a um you know we've we had the re-release we we've had now dr seuss's the grinch and it's it's an animated feature it's killing it at the box office by the way but it's it's narrated by pharrell this one's now rated by Anthony Hopkins, and the original we have to double check is Boris Korloff. Okay, it might have been one of his last uh, media like outings ever. Like I don't think he was alive for much longer uh, after that. And you know, this one we have Benedict Cumberpatch, uh, Rashida Jones. Then, like, if you could uh, go th- right through, Danny Elfman doing doing the music, still done, still released by Universal. And then for this one. <laughs> again uh it's just awesome so what makes this movie what it is in my eyes and why do people hate this movie people love trashing this movie the other like quick side note uh this movie led into a live action cat in the hat starring michael myers which is completely completely bizarre and fantastic and michael myers in that cat suit just being michael myers is oh my god it's so good and at this point i was so disappointed 
that there wasn't a Lorax or like a Horton Hears a Who or just one of the off center. Like, dude, they could have done Fox and Socks. Okay. It, like, I just felt like they should have kept going with this big actor in the suit being crazy, uh, you know, like far out visuals. And, and that could have been a series. That could have been Universal's like next monster like sub franchise. Like, Universal always had them somewhat built on the monster movies. In the 2000s, they could have rebuilt themselves with, with, with Dr. Seuss adaptations, but that didn't happen. I'm still disappointed, but it seems like the animated ones are, are really catching steam, catch, catching fire. We, we've, and, you know, we're now in an age of uh, very, I think, I, I think they're all great, okay, but very well made, well thought out, and completely fun Dr. Seuss adaptations. I never really thought uh, we would like hit that. I just, oh, to me, Dr. Seuss always was books and cartoons, and the cartoons were like close to the books, just because you can draw like you know, like visually you can you can match it, and then like we're moving on. But the idea of um, adding motion and flight and and a color spectrum to the Dr. Seuss pages, which a lot of times are are completely colorless. There, there's only a, a limited color used in the original children's books and adding like rounded color to that uh you know like building a universe around some of these books hey it's it's cool it's cool i look i'll say it again i love that the, the lorax the lorax might have been the last animated movie i saw in the theater okay and that, that that was a long i even have time to even look that one up but yeah so this movie uh like somewhat resonated uh it got trash Pe- people hated it and <laughs> like which i love i love when people hate movies and then you have that mo- like you know all your cinephile friends will trash it they'll say that was horrible this and that and then you put that movie down like five years later like with a girl like with a babe and they're excited to watch it because you know it look it's not as most of the women in my life are younger okay with that being said it's a kind of like a movie that they grew up watching (laughs) like as a kid and they have such a like love and and nostalgia uh and you see through their eyes you see through like a grown-up who hasn't seen it in a bit that remembers it as a child that re-explores it and some of the lines and some of the um the dialogue and some of the the visuals that they remember is so fun it's so exact and it brings you into like something to where you're like oh my god maybe that is funnier maybe that is more lighthearted than than i remember and it brings you back uh and then you see through their eyes and the movie just gets reprogrammed in your mind and this is again this is why how the grinch stole christmas starring the great jim carrey than the great Jim Carrey because I'm not really sure what's happening now. I don't care about his Showtime show because it's not him. It's not him. He's he's just yeah. I'm not look. He's just acting. Whatever. He's he's it's he's not being a comedian in that Showtime show. I don't need to watch it. He's not. It doesn't even have a premise uh, that I'm into. And I believe it's called Kidding and whatever. Uh, I I do f- believe it got uh, renewed for season two. But yeah. So this movie just brings in the set design okay it brings in the coloring it brings in the cinematography the um costumes 
the look, the acting, okay? There is nothing that's not completely over the top. I'm sorry, uh, Rick Baker. That's the name I was trying to think of for the costume. I'm pretty sure Rick Baker, uh, again, 100 Academy Award nominations. <laughs> Rick Baker is the guy behind the look, and he's the one that designed the Grinch baby in this. And this movie falls on all of these problems, too, like the flashback, the origin. These, these are This is the obsessive nature of franchise storytelling or drilling deeper into things and not... Uh, having faith and taking letting the story take its own path uh, when it doesn't involve a backstory or an origin. Hey, we were just talking about Solo. Solo's somewhat guilty of that. Even though I am on the outskirts, I do feel like Solo brought Ron Howard completely back to form. And Solo should have at least made double the money it made in the uh, domestic box office. Should have made double. But it lost. It lost, I think, about, about $300 million. But this movie puts me in awe because there's so much talent around it. Jim Carrey supposedly suffered throughout the, the shoot of this movie. Being in the suit and under those lights, he suffered, okay? And, you know, maybe it worked, maybe it added to the performance, but he's so funny in this. He's so great. There's so many good lines. Uh, you know, like, are you bored? Like, I, I, I might, like, we can all run around doing the Grinch voice. Like, am I eating because I'm bored? It's, uh, I say that all the time. And look, even Max, Max being like a straight up dog in this movie, it's, it's just fantastic. But look, I can tell you the plot. If you all know the plot of the Grinch by now, like, or how the Grinch stole Christmas, I'm sorry. It's not, I can't do anything for you. But, um, explore this movie. It's available on Netflix. Uh, it's probably um, like maybe on HBO too or something. But I would I I don't mind. Watch all three. Watch the original card. Read the book. Watch the original cartoon directed by Chuck Jones. Watch this movie and then go out to the theater with some friends and family, maybe on a date, and watch The Grinch. And just enjoy it, okay? Have fun with it. And, uh, you know, don't be cynical. Do not be cynical. Just go in and enjoy it. And if you don't like it, it's okay. You don't like it. But, um, you know, don't think it's uh, you could have done better because you're sitting in the seat. So you probably couldn't. Not saying you can't identify problems, but you probably could not have done better and that's one of the, the long threads of dream warriors is hey hey we we want to talk about the good things and we want to analyze why things are not good but hey if you have any issues just tweet me at aka pad and until then until next time until tomorrow the next episode we're going to have wwe's tlc tables ladders and chairs i'm completely amped because it's one of my like, if we were to stack, okay, you have WrestleMania for favorite WWE pay-per-views. Then it's uh, Royal Rumble. Then it's TLC. And then it's um, Money in the Bank. Okay, so, and I, that's such a good gimmicky four block there. Because the gimmicks for each, except like WrestleMania just being WrestleMania. Yeah, and now your champions probably coming in at, at five. I love the gimmicks for like all five of those. They're just, they're very direct, they're very clear. Survivor Series always confused the living crap out of me. <laughs> I just, I, 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 it's hard to get excited over like just elimination matches. But look. I love you all. Thank you for joining me. Happy holidays. Rock and roll.
Oh!